0: Hey, y'all. You're listening to Damsels in Detroit, the podcast all about women from the city that are killing it in their industries. I'm your host, Evan Webb. Each week, I invite a damsel to come on and talk with me about their life, careers, and why Detroit girls do it better. Hey, y'all. We're back. This is episode 32 of Damsels in Detroit. Hey. I'm sitting here with D'Lo Brown. Very excited and I feel, I brought my little juice today because I feel like you're probably just going to make me laugh this whole time and I don't want my voice to go out or anything. So, as you guys know, it's intro time and then we're getting into our questions. So, Alrighty, <laughs> So DeLorean D'Lo Brown is Detroit's princess of comedy. Since 2017, D'Lo has been making her mark as the hottest up-and-coming comedian from the city. Delo is no stranger to hard work and the natural hustle that all Detroit women possess. She has performed at the Black Girl Giggles Comedy Festival in New Orleans, was crowned Master Blackspurt by HBO Insecure star Amanda Seals during the Smart, Black, and Funny Detroit show, and was made a hit on Revolt TV's Funny AF. Dilo has also successfully produced and sold out seven shows in Detroit and is now taking Hollywood by storm. Her confidence is infectious and can turn any millennial into the baddest bitch. Hello. Okay. (laughs) What a bio. What a bio. I mean, you know, you sent me something and I was like, let me just... Sprinkle some love, Yeah. on here. <laughs> I love it. How are you? I am well. How are you? Good. You look so cute, thanks.
1: girl. Thanks. I just, just want to know, right?
0: <laughs> just threw this on this pink patent leather skirt. Just is what on. she just threw on. Meanwhile, if you guys saw me right now, y'all would be like, are "Girl, bye."
1: You... you look fine. <laughs> are okay. you on the sick and shut in list, <laughs> hunty? It's okay. Listen, I was sick and shut in this morning. I had a late night last night. Okay, I had to work at L Club, so I'm. Oh yeah. I'm tired, boss. (laughs) Well, you look good. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: So, first question, which I'm sure everybody asks you, um, but how did you get into comedy?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I'll ever get tired of answering this question. Um, It was a few years. It was three years ago. I kind of just I kept running into bad luck with like my job. Okay. I got fired from a job, Mm -hmm. and so, like, that summer, I was chilling, and, like, something just kept overcoming me, like, with this, um, just this comedic spirit Mm -hmm. literally just kept coming over me. I had started writing and stuff and doing little videos on Snapchat, and uh, I kept getting, like, such positive feedback, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to produce my own little comedy show. Yeah. And um, I did one, and it sold out, like, so quickly. Mm-hmm. And um, I kind of just hit the ground running once I did that, once I realized, like, my power and what I could do. Yeah. So, and you yeah. were teaching, right? I was. No, I was a college advisor. Okay. Yeah, that was, yep, that was the summer right before mm-hmm. I started being the college advisor, I believe. Yeah. No, I am lying. <laughs> <laughs> that was after, after, yeah. At that point, I did start it. Um... Being a teacher's assistant, yeah, okay. and I just I like, can't take this anymore.
0: You know, working with other people's kids. If you
1: are a teacher or God bless work you. with kids in any capacity, God shout out bless to you. Because I, mm-mm. I cannot. No, not anymore. My mom. I love the kids, but like yeah. as
0: a profession, right? No, no. <laughs> so my mom is a teacher, and my brother just started teaching, okay. and I'm like, God bless them. All. Listen, because I'm, I'm not doing it. I used to like help her out in the summer sometimes when she would do oh, summer school, yeah. and I was like.
1: Like, this no, is why okay. these kids are in summer school. Exactly. No, <laughs> no for real. Absolutely. I'm like,
0: y'all, it's too much. It's too much. Have you always considered yourself to be funny?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I've always just had this personality since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So like, people just naturally gravitated towards me. Um, like I just don't have to try hard. Like. I just be talking. Yeah. People just be laughing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I guess it's funny. Right. So, I guess it's. Yeah. I just I'm just being
0: myself. Yeah. You know? So can you recall like the first time you made somebody
1: or like a group of people laugh? That- yeah. Like I feel like I when I was a kid, my my mom and my aunts used to tell me to do this thing called the monster. And I used okay. to make like this crazy face and run around and they used to just love and laugh and scream. So every time I come around I'm, like, I'm the monster, the monster. But I'm not about to do it right now because <laughs> right. it's embarrassing. Congrats. But um, yeah, I just, I, I think like just stemming back from then, that tension and yeah. just knowing it naturally came to me. It's like, oh you yeah, know, just realizing I had a bubbly spirit at such a young age. So, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So I feel like all comedians have like different Styles of kind of like how they tell jokes and like mm-hmm. their stage presence. So how would you describe yours?
1: So my stage presence, Um, you know, when people see me, I'm going to say this first. I think they uh, make up their own judgments. Okay. People usually assume because I'm a bigger woman, mm-hmm. I'm dark-skinned, that I'm going to get on stage and be like loud and screaming. Okay. That's actually not the case. Mm-hmm. I can use this same tone yeah. right now and have people screaming, laughing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, my presence, I just, I can command... The stage, the room, the minute I just hit the stage, mm-hmm. um, I kind of, I talk about my life a lot. Yeah. Um, literal stories that okay. just happen to me on a day-to-day, things that people can relate to, mm-hmm. things that people may be scared to say. Okay. Um, you know, I just try to convey it in a way that's tasteful, mm-hmm. funny, and relatable. Yeah.
0: You do have a very
1: soothing. Thank voice. you. Yeah, I've been hearing that for a long time. You know, people tell me that too. Like you do. You like... do, You do. You don't know the first time I find out I had a soothing voice. I was like thirteen, mm-hmm. and I had a fake boyfriend who okay, was come older home. than me. Fake boyfriend. What was he? We 16, never. 17. Girl, yes. We never met in person. <laughs> that is how girl, that went. We were over the phone, the lovers, and he told me. Um, he's like, man, you got the sexiest voice ever. And I'm like, what's that word, sexy? Oh, I'm, my, I'm like, goes okay. To <laughs> <urban> so, <laughs> <laughs> so ever since then, I've just been real mindful of my voice. I'm like, mm, <laughs> sexy voice.
0: You know, yeah. if I ever decide to like change career, somebody was like, Audio books.
1: audiobooks. Audiobooks, like, okay. I'm telling you.
0: All right. I'll, I'll think about it. Uh, all right. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> So how did it feel when you first put yourself out there in front of an audience? Because it's one thing to tell jokes in front of your friends and family. Yeah. And sometimes you feel like you're just laughing because you're my friend. Yeah. But you're in a room full
1: of strangers yeah. and you're telling jokes. How did that feel? Brave. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to have um, you know, some big boss to yeah. do that. You know? So it kind of just reinforces the thing I, the things I tell myself every day, like you, you are a boss bitch, you are a bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To, for me to get up there and share my story and be that vulnerable, it's an amazing feeling. It's scary, but it's an yeah. amazing feeling. It just, it, it keeps me going. Mm-hmm. Seriously, do you give yourself a pep talk before you go on stage? Yes. Okay. And it's usually with God. Okay. Like always, I'm like, all right, God, come on, you got me. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. You know, I say my prayers and I get up there and do what I gotta do. Always, to always make sure I say something into the universe and to God before I mm-hmm. even hit the stage, for sure.
0: Now, to test out jokes, or do you test out <laughs> jokes? Do you have, like, a group of friends uh, or, like, your team where you're like, tell me if this is funny or yeah. not?
1: So I actually used to work um, with some guys who used to kind of help me write and get my material together. Um, one of them actually lives in L.A. is well. Okay. I used to live with when I first moved out there. Mm-hmm. And um, so they kind of go through the material with me, like, okay. okay, this is hit, this is not. And then, of course, hitting open mics and testing it out, yeah. seeing crowd feedback. Um, yeah. Okay. yeah. I always wonder, because I'm just like, do yeah. you just? I don't really do it in front of my friends. Okay. I try to keep my friends out of my business, Yeah, if that makes sense. That's fair. You know, I'm, I'm just really, like, trying to be the best businesswoman possible. And yeah. sometimes mixing
0: business and pleasure, it just does not work. Yeah. So. And, like, you do sometimes, like, when you start to, I guess, have something good going on, you naturally, I feel like, want to bring your friends along yeah. with you.
1: And I did. Yeah. You know, when I first started, I did. But now, oh, yeah. my God. my No. Yeah. I, I have a team, contracts, I'm lawyered up, yeah. everything. Like, I don't play because right. I... You know, I hate to say this, I have been effed over in the past yeah. by people who call themselves my friends. Yeah. And I've had to, you know, sever those relationships. And say so I don't want to go through that.
0: Right. So, yeah. And that sucks. It like, sucks completely. You know what you got to do. Period. Um. So have you ever bombed a set? Have yes. Have you ever? <laughs> I would love if you feel comfortable to, to
1: hear about this story. Absolutely. So... <laughs> This is earlier in my career, you know, people started like booking me and stuff. So I had a friend, um she's really into the church. Okay. And so she did this show, but the show was like around Valentine's Day. So it was real sensual. The mm-hmm. flyer was real sensual. It said like love and and sex and or whatever. Okay. So I prepare, you know, my best set that mm-hmm. I could think of at this time <laughs> and I had on like this little cute outfit, but the skirt was totally see-through. Okay. So I get to the venue. But it was Valentine's Day. It was Valentine's Day. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeling myself. I get to the venue, and there are, like, just a slew of, like, church people. Mm-hmm. Like, older <laughs> church people. I'm like, Bertha, yeah. Shirley, Pam, <laughs> everybody, Barbara. Barbara. Everybody was in there, okay? And I'm like, what's going on right now? I'm like, are they going to leave? So... I get on stage. Now, my four friends, my four best friends were sitting in the front row with me because, again, they were coming with me. Right. So, like, all my shows. Like, this is, again, early in my um, career. So, I get on stage. I tell, like, one joke, and I guess it was just so sexual. And uh, I heard somebody <laughs> in the back say, pray for a pastor. Oh. <laughs> Oh my! I give up.
0: I don't want to do I'm this. I'm just no gonna gonna go. Thank you so, for this. That was so embarrassing,
1: but I like we laugh about that. <laughs> we just like we'll randomly think about it, we be like what about that time I told them jokes gonna church? People. So yeah, oh that that was awful. That was absolutely terrible. So
0: now before you do a show, do you ask what's the crowd?
1: Oh yeah, we have <laughs> listen, we have a whole questionnaire sheet. I don't play because, you know, things have happened, yeah. you know, and people you know, they have good intentions and they they try to throw these shows and yeah. sometimes the audience just isn't the audience for those performers, you know, mm-hmm. those sad performers. So yeah, I I'm very um <laughs> particular about the gigs. I take now yeah. seriously, so yeah.
0: Well, that lady was probably lying anyway. Because if, if it was Valentine's Day, it's
1: no telling what she was leaving oh, to go do. I'm like, how in the heck did you not like tell me there were going <laughs> to be church? Like, there were pastors in there. I am, scurvy. I had a see through. I'm thick, okay. I can't just be having see through skirts on. Like, <laughs> child, was exposing all my um goods. Oh <laughs> so, my god, yes. I wish I could have been up. No, you wall. don't. <laughs> <I> don't... <laughs> No,
0: you don't. (laughs) So you've done seven shows in the city, and you've sold all of them out. Yeah. Um, and obviously that takes a lot of like planning and Mm -hmm. execution. You can't just. I mean, well, you probably could just put a flyer out there and be like, "I'm doing this tomorrow," and people will come. (laughs) But knowing you, I'm sure that's not how you would want to do it. So what goes on behind the scenes? Like, I know you have a team of people. So like, who's responsible for doing what? And then like, how much? Like, how hands on are
1: you Mm -hmm. in planning the shows too? So when it comes to the shows, mm-hmm. we all are like the same. Okay, we don't even like split the roles. We literally all take it on at okay. the same time, doing every <clears throat> single thing. Um, because I'm super involved with my team. Yeah, I'm super involved like with my business. This is my baby, so I can't really just pass it off. Like I trust my team, mm-hmm. of course, but I like to be involved. So again, we all work together. To just um, conquer the goals that we set, you know, for ourselves. Um, A lot of planning. A lot of time. We have to be very strategic, you know, when we're trying to find venues, Mm -hmm. sponsors, chairs, stages, a lineup, my dress. Like, it it gets very crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, In the last show I did here, which was The Blackout, Mm -hmm. which was last year, I had the flu. Oh, no. So I was on stage. Sweating like Michael Jordan okay. <laughs> in the championship game, okay. But I felt so much better afterwards. Yeah. But Just we we planned so much for that show. Like I was exhausted. Yeah. I was like everybody was just exhausted. But when you see it and and I get the responses that I get, mm-hmm. and that positive feedback, it's like it's all it was all worth it. So yeah. We work tirelessly, and my team like they hold me down for sure. So mm-hmm. I appreciate them.
0: So you had the flu. Mm-hmm. Did it come in your mind like I cannot like I need to cancel or I should
1: or was it just no. like Mm-mm. only <laughs> Beyonce time be sick all the time okay <laughs> the only time I would literally ever cancel a show is if I was in the hospital and the doctor said listen mm-hmm. I cannot let you get up that's okay. the only way um I'm a performer you have to push through any and everything this yeah. is my job you know what I'm saying There's there has been times I've been an emotional wreck five minutes before a show but it's like People don't care. They pay to see a show. Right. You know, whether I'm hosting, whether I'm doing an interview, whether I'm, you know, doing <clears throat> stand up, mm-hmm. I have to put on my game face and do what I need to do. Yeah. Yep. Oh,
0: commendable.
1: Thank you. You love to see it.
0: You love to see it. <laughs> Who is your favorite comedian and why? Who?
1: You know what? I have been asked this question so many times. Mm-hmm. I don't, and I never have like, the same answer, right. or like the straight answer, mm-hmm. or I'll have like different people. Uh-huh. Um, I admire Kevin Hart's business structure. Okay. okay, I may not agree with all his material, right? But I admire his empire because that's what I, you know, want to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I go so hard now, and yeah. I'm so business oriented because I want everything under. My production company, you know, I want to start writing TV, film, all mm-hmm. of that, and have it under me. All of my stand ups, I want them under me. Yeah. And, you know, I want to own it. But um, he's somebody I admire. I love Monique. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. uh, Mike Epps. I love Mike Epps. Now, that is someone who literally can make me like cry, mm-hmm. screaming, laughing. So, yeah, those are a few of my favorites. I so, asked for one. You no, I mean,
0: <laughs> I love when people give me long answers. Yes. Yes. Um, okay, so something that I feel like is very interesting with comedy. So, like, we are kind of in a different state mm-hmm. in, I don't want to say the world right now, but like, people don't let certain jokes fly anymore mm-hmm. because they could be offensive mm-hmm. or whatever. So, I know some people sometimes feel a way about stand-up, like shows on Netflix and things. But, like, what is your take on that? Like, are you just in the mindset of, like, it's just jokes? Like, this is that person's livelihood. Like, they tell jokes for a living. Like, don't take it so personally. Or do you try to be more conscious with what you say on stage?
1: I would say now I'm way more conscious of what I'm saying on Mm -hmm. stage. And that's just a part of me evolving and being a better human Mm -hmm. and just being mindful. Um, And when it comes to other people, I try not to judge too harshly because, again, this is their livelihood. Right. But there's a thin line between being, like, tasteful and just not. So if you're going to go that route, at least be tasteful with it. Don't be just straight offensive Mm -hmm. about whatever you're choosing to talk about Um, because people's feelings are involved. Right. And then you can lose the consumer base. You don't want to do that. And we are definitely living in cancel culture. Yes. (laughs) I'm I'm mindful. You know what I'm saying? I care. Yeah. You know, it's not about me worrying about if I get canceled. It's just, you know, having regard for other people's feelings. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: That's fair. So something that I admire about you is your confidence, you. and also your blonde hair.
1: Oh, thank <laughs> you. This time look like a cotton ball. Today. No,
0: I like someday because sometimes people are like, "You should do blonde." and I'm like, mm, I, I could definitely I see you know. with some
1: blonde, girl. I don't. You should know. try it. Try. I have girl. to do something where you can like
0: rinse out. Like, because if I don't like it after okay. a day, I understand. The, yeah, I like need to stick my toe in <laughs> without like committing all the way. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you remain like just being true to yourself? Because you have so many. Well, one, because you act too. So yes. you're like tapping into different personalities and stuff. Yes. So at the end of the day, when you're not working, how do you make sure that? you are being true to D-Lo?
1: Well, like you said, at the end of the day, you know, it's just me. Mm -hmm. You know, when I go home, it's just me getting in that bed. Yeah. So I have, you know, conversations with myself and I try to stay present. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes I like pinch myself or I touch myself like I'm here. This is me. This is what I do. Um, I try not to let too many outside um, sources rock me, you know, because it's it's been a lot of noise around me this year. This. This has been a hell of a year. Okay. And so this can this was one of those years I damn near thought I was about to just lose it all. I'm mm-hmm. like, Jesus, but I knew I had to stay true to myself because like, I'm D-Lo Brown. Right. This is who I am. I'm confident. I'm powerful. I love myself. I love the people around me, and I love what I do. So just pouring in daily affirmations, looking in the mirror, and also- being okay with the emotions I've been going through. Yes. I've been going through a lot of different emotions, and it's like sometimes I, the old me would have tried to just sweep it under the the rug or feel guilty, and it's like, no, Mm -hmm. I'm going through this. Let me figure out why, and let me figure out what the best way to respond to it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's been helping me stay true to myself because it's like I'm learning myself a little more. Yeah, yeah. especially, too, because you've moved, and so it's like –
0: you're in a totally Ooh. different space now. Child. I guess like the people that you would normally call on
1: aren't right. Exactly. In front of, like you can't just be like come over. Exactly. Yeah. And that's been a lot too. Not really having my friends because I'm I'm like I love my friends Same. so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up with three boys, so like I don't have the whole sister brother relationship mm-hmm. for real like that. So like I I lean on my friends a mm-hmm. lot for support. So it's been times when I've been in LA like. I just want to buy a flight, go yeah. home, just be with my friends for a week and just do that. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's it's been difficult. It's been a hell of a year, seriously. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So when you're talking about tapping into different emotions, are you a crier? Are you very? Are you sensitive? <laughs> yes. Okay, me too. It's
1: okay. <laughs> cry babies unite. I am a cry <laughs> baby, <laughs> okay? But I'm so mean, too. I'm like, I beat you up. But We're then same. I'm going to cry We're the same. And I'm not
0: even a fighter, but I'm like... I can be I can be mean. Transparency yeah. moment, y'all. Yeah.
1: I'm nice, but sometimes I'm nice. sometimes I'm nice nasty. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I, I I know I can be D-lo. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And sometimes that when that gets activated, mm-hmm. it just does. But for the most part, I am nice, but I am definitely sensitive. Yeah. I will cry.
0: So, what is something that like triggers your
1: tears? <laughs> When I don't get my way, okay.
0: Somebody tell me no, I'll be like, What do you mean? That word doesn't exist, right? (laughs)
1: I don't know what that means. Grab
0: dictionary. I'm just trying to figure out what I mean. Like, what do you mean? So,
1: um, yeah, boys sometimes make me cry. they are done. There's, I don't like them. They're horrible. like, uh, I just, this whole year, I'm
0: like, man. Then you get mad at yourself for crying over a man over in the first place. Why
1: was I crying over this Why? man? Yes. Please explain this Please. to me. Please,
0: I don't, yeah. So I've had some moments as well. Yes. So that's that. <laughs> but I'm above it now. Yes. You know? Same. <laughs> it's okay. Same. Um, So it can be hard being the funny friend. Yes. Because people expect you to be on. All of the time. Yes. And just like you mentioned, like you be going through your own stuff, mm-hmm. like your personal storms and people can disregard it because it's like, but you're supposed to be funny. Yes. So how do you deal with moments where like you just don't feel like it? Like do you tell your friends like, Don't ask me to tell no jokes?
1: Okay. <laughs> you're not so kidding. you and I, so my friends actually know me best. They okay. know that I'm not all uh, about to come around and just do a whole set in front of them. So yes. they know I chill. <laughs> I like to chill, mm-hmm. seriously. Um, something happened recently. I was at an event, had a conversation with, of course, an ex man, mm-hmm. and it just rubbed me so wrong. But I was at this public event, and people were like coming up to me constantly, yeah. like trying to talk, laugh, and giggle. And in that moment, I knew I was a true actress because I had to really turn on my poker face. Like, yeah. I'm talking. It was like. I was talking to him one second, snapping. Then like somebody trying to hug you. And I was like, Hi, <laughs> how are you? Yes, I'm good. Then turn back i <laughs> him like mm-hmm, <laughs> you got me at this event cutting up. Right. So um, <clears throat> I don't, it's it's hard, but people because people have these expectations, you gotta yeah. look up to them. And sometimes, you know, I read something online. This guy said, if you catch me having a bad day, that's just that. I'm not apologizing. Right. And you know what? I can be quite honest. If you have caught me on a bad day, that's just what it was. Mm-hmm. You know? So, right. Don't go spreading around. Don't go, like, you know? But name. I try to keep the peace. You know, I try to put on, again, my best poker face. Yeah. But But um, when I'm with my friends and stuff, I'm chilling. Yeah. They ain't expecting no jokes out of me. Mm-hmm. I be telling you, you got to pay me. Look, okay.
0: <laughs> Books and what? Busy. Busy. <laughs> <laughs> um, dang, I just had another question. Uh-huh. Oh, do you journal at all? Like, how mm-hmm. do you... Like, take care of your mental health. That's
1: so crazy you said that. So, I went to um, Jamila, my assistant's event the other Mm -hmm. day. She had a blogger event. Hey, Jam. And they gave um, out fresh new journals. I didn't realize until I got home and looked Mm -hmm. in my bag. And I got so excited because I'm like, yes, for Mm -hmm. 2020, I got a fresh new journal. But... To answer your question, I do not regularly, yeah, but like I journal enough, okay. Like, when I'm really like mean to get some things off, mm-hmm. I definitely journal, it's been very helpful, yeah. For sure. yeah.
0: It is, I used to do it daily, yeah. Um, before like this was in my teenage years, yeah. so like what else did I have to do? <laughs> Nothing, <laughs> no responsibilities for real, okay. Um, but I just recently picked it up okay. again, like within the past couple months, yes, and so I had a situation happened like a couple of weeks ago yeah. and i was like i just need you just
1: need to write to
0: open this journal open and talk and write it down and then i was like okay i feel better now.
1: i'm telling you every time
0: yeah it's crazy how that can like literally change every time. your mood yeah every time and then you mentioned affirmations so what are some of your favorite
1: ones to <sighs> tell yourself? i am powerful mm. i am beautiful i am loved i am worthy um I am famous. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I am rich. I am rich. I am wealthy. <laughs> like so much. Mm-hmm. Those are. I just whatever I really feel in that moment. And another thing I've been saying, um, I've been starting to say things I want to attract. Okay, so like, attracting healthy relationships, no mm-hmm. matter what the relationship is, so healthy, attracting paid opportunities. Yeah. Okay, attracting deals. So I just, I just the things I want. Mm-hmm. I have been. Very intentional about making sure I say it and just making sure I'm doing it with good intent and doing my part to yeah. make sure it, it happens. And things have been happening. Mm-hmm. Things have been happening. I do that before I, like, pick up my phone. Yeah. Like, when I wake up, I get up and I just start just talking. Okay. Yeah. Because normally I just grab my phone yeah. and get consumed with same thousands of other people's thoughts. Like, mm-hmm. damn, I ain't even got my thoughts together. Right. So right. I've had to really stop doing that. Yeah. So. That's true. Yes, I
0: like that you said that you're also you're saying these things, but you're also doing what you have to do on your part yes. because you can't just be like I want to be a millionaire no, and you then can't. you just sit in there and and then waiting at home like that's not how that works. That's not what millionaires <laughs> do. Like I
1: turned down four scripts this morning. Like Ooh. I'm listen okay. I was on deadline. I'm okay, like, but this is the road I'm willing to walk down to mm-hmm. get to where I want to go. So, yeah, yep. I love it. Thank I you. love hard
0: workers. That's yes. just nice. Um, so I wanna talk about your move to LA. Okay. <laughs> you wake up one morning and you're like, I have to I have to leave. Yeah. Like if I want to further my career, I have to move out of the city of Detroit, yeah. which I've been in here for so long, you know? Mm-hmm. So what prompted that thought? What like you have to get all of your bearings together because LA is not a cheap place. To it's not. Live. It is so not. what was that planning process like too?
1: So there wasn't a lot of planning. Okay. Um, it was last year. I was actually getting ready to launch my own podcast. Okay. And so things had just been happening. My, my spirit had been feeling a little off. Like nothing felt good. Like okay. Nothing I was doing felt like, okay, this is what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. And so one day um, I got invited to do a show. And it was on the east side, and I live west. Mm-hmm. So it's like driving over here. I already don't but want to do that. You need to bring your so- snack. <laughs> okay. So- a, I don't
0: like to click. Well, I'm sorry, y'all. So I just recently moved, I guess. I'll be saying it's the Upper East Side. Uh-huh. It's still- oh,
1: wow. Not the
0: Upper? <laughs> Girlbite. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's still close to downtown. But I did not grow up. <laughs> Goodbye <laughs> it's the Upper East Side.
1: Okay. But um, yeah, so I got invited to do a show. And so I was already tired. Yeah. It's like 9 going on 10 p.m. it's dark outside. I get to the venue. There's absolutely no one there. Okay. No cars, no nothing. Mm-hmm. So I hit the person up. I'm like, "Yo, what happened?" They're Like the show's canceled. I'm like, "Oh, oh what was they y'all didn't feel- tell right." Me? like what? And so I'm a woman and I'm already basically out here by myself, right. you know. So luckily one of my friends did meet me up there. And mm-hmm. then I felt bad for having that person because they got off work and came straight there. So I felt right. extremely bad. So literally on my ride home, I said, I'm done. Okay. I'm moving to LA. Okay. I called my manager the next day, I believe. I said, cancel everything. Cancel the <laughs> podcast. Cancel. Because we were having like the launch party. The flyer went out. Everything. Okay. So Say cancel it all. I am moving to L.A. And she was like, what? And I was like, yes. She's like, wait, well, what about the blackout? Because we had started getting ready for that. I was like, F that show. (laughs) Duh. So, like, we had, listen, delete all that. (laughs) So, we had an in-person meeting. And she sat me down. She's like, you know, d like, I love you. I, I, I agree with you but you need to be strategic. She was like, you know, let's do the blackout. She's like, cancel the podcast. Let's at least do the blackout so you can go out with a bang. Mm -hmm. Trying to get me to do the blackout was actually like (sighs) beating a dead horse. Like, seriously, I was like, (laughs) I don't want to do this. I want to go to Hollywood now. Mm -hmm. So um, we did that. I left. Like, I left. I I got the hell on. Mm -hmm. So um, when I went to L.A., I left on a Sunday And I had like $2,000 in my pocket. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, you know, whatever happens, happens. And then I woke up the next morning and I got a call from this brand I work with on Jackie's. Mm -hmm. And they offered me a year deal for content production. And so I was like... Oh.
0: Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Whatever happens. Right. It's it happening. So, um,
1: yeah, and that's how I was able to, you know, just be financially stable right. that whole year or so, or this whole year or So, um,
0: Yeah. I can't believe it's been a year it's already. It's been a
1: year, girl. I'm like, what? I'm like, So believing. much has
0: happened. Yes. Like, well, great, because mm. what a wonderful segue. What a wonderful. <laughs> um, because I was part of that question as well. It's just mm. like, talk to me about all of the wonderful things that have been happening mm-hmm. since you left. Mhm. So lots. <laughs> yes. Well the things that you can tell me. Like um, we obviously know about Revolt, which was yeah.
1: amazing. Thank you. Revolt was hilarious. Was funny AF. Um, yes. That was a good experience. Mm-hmm. Um being prepared for that. Yeah. Was good because the thing is that set that I performed, I've been Preparing that for years. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it was good to see my hard work like paying off. And yeah. It was to be on syndicated television mm-hmm. showing off my talents. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that. And then, uh, of course, the Big Sean uh, single again video. Mm-hmm. That was so fun. Yes. And Ryan Destiny was so nice. I'm mm-hmm. making powers. Everybody was just so nice. Yeah. Um. And then the movie I'm in. I know. Sisters. Sisters. Can Yay. you tell
0: us about it? Yeah. Okay.
1: So, um, we're set to start back filming in February, okay, um, but the movie is basically about a group of sisters, and their grandmother becomes terminally ill mm-hmm. and after raise like eight hundred thousand dollars for the treatments, yes, crazy, and so um, in the midst of it, one of the sisters takes it upon herself to rob someone mm-hmm. so then they um you know try to take revenge on us and um. And end up killing our grandmother in a drive-by. Grandma. So then it gets, it gets real hectic, okay? So, um, yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> it gets really hectic. It's set to come out next year. And, um, yeah. Exciting. <laughs> yes. And then I am working on a movie myself. Okay. I am in production for it right now. Okay. It's set to come out next year. I'm super excited. So, like, just... Be on the lookout for that. Yes. That's all I can say. I'm cheesing right now. Yeah, me I'm too. Happy to <laughs> you. Is that what the scripts were for? That you had to no, okay. that was Something on Jackie. Else. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, I'm like, oh, excuse me. It's just my day job on day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So you're happy with your decision that you move? You don't feel like, dang. You know, sometimes you have those like woulda, coulda, shoulda moments, but you're like, I am very proud of myself for like taking that risk and like betting on mm-hmm. myself.
1: Everything I just said to you, like, would not have happened Mm -hmm. if I would have never Mm -hmm. left. Yep. Like, the movie, Revolt, Big Shot, none of that. Mm -hmm. I don't know what conversation we would be having right now. It's no telling. So, um, I have no regrets. Like, if anything, it's pushing me further to keep taking these big old leaps of faith. Like, seriously, I couldn't believe it. Like, just what has happened over this year. And me just putting on my big girl pants and just mm-hmm. trusting in God and the universe and just saying, "Yeah, I'm ready. And when you work hard and when you're open to receiving everything and yeah. you have a good heart, it's like things are going to come. Right. Now, the bad that did happen this year, it happened. Right. <laughs> it okay. happened, but it shaped me to be a better person. I feel good today. Like, I'm sitting here today and I feel good. Mm-hmm. So. It's okay. Yeah. So, yeah, this year was good. No regrets. Yeah. And I'm,
0: like, I'm glad. you do have to embrace sometimes, like, the uncomfortable moments. Mm-hmm. Be- and, like, really, like you said, shifting your perspective. Yes. Like, like, I try to look at it like, okay, this is horrible. Yes. And I don't like this. Mm-mm. And I'm very uncomfortable <laughs> right now. But, like, what can I learn from this yep. when it's all over with? When it's all said and done. Yeah, because it's not going to mm-hmm. last forever. Mm-mm. So, it's just like, all right, this little period of time... <laughs> <laughs> I got started. through it You know, you just I gotta got tell yourself
1: it. Be present Pinch yourself Like mm-hmm. you know what? I got through it Yeah Okay so. A superstar we are. Me Me
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who would you say Is the funniest person That you know personally Yeah My mama
1: <laughs> That lady is so funny She don't even realize it um, Just talking to her is, is hilarious She's actually really calm And sweet And cute But okay. like it's the thing she does. Her mannerisms are mm-hmm. hilarious. So, my family is full of clowns. Okay. Like all my aunts and like my cousins, they are jokesters all day. Mm-hmm. So, my family will have to be um, some of the funniest people I know. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. fun. Yes. I have a few more That's for fine. you <laughs> for a I'm here. Day.
0: Um, can you see yourself tapping into another genre of work? Like, do you ever think you could star in a drama? Yes. Or like a
1: musical? I, I would, oh
0: <laughs> my God, I would
1: love to be in a musical. Like, Jesus. Yes, I love music. <laughs> I would actually, listen, I'll be in the front. Yeah, <laughs> so put me on Broadway. Like, I there are so many things I want to tap into. Mm-hmm. Um, in my past life, I feel like I was a music producer. Okay. So I really want to start getting into music, too. Like, for me, I just... I just want to touch everything I can while I'm here. Yeah. You know, people think they got to stick in one lane. Right. Fearful of what people have to say or may think you're copying somebody. And it's like, boy, I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to do what I want to do. If this is something I like, then I'm going to test it out and see. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. But um, all this to say is be it. On the lookout for 2020, because I got some new stuff coming, Mm. and that's
0: all I'm going to say on (laughs) Mm (laughs) that. So, yeah. A little subtle
1: bone (laughs) A little (laughs) subtle Um,
0: Yeah, sticking into one lane, I do feel like people feel like that. And also, Mm -hmm. I feel like you shouldn't worry about somebody, like, copying you. I'm doing air quotes, because I just feel like that comes back to a confidence thing. Mm -hmm. If you are confident in, like, what you're putting out. Yep. Like, yeah, if you see somebody doing something, like, literally the literally exact like same mine. year. Like, yeah. What a time. Right. I'll be like, hold on now. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> you're going to be like, okay. a <laughs> Little weird. Right. But all right. But if you're confident in, like, what you put out, mm-hmm. then, like, you shouldn't have to worry. Because nobody's going to be able to do anything exactly period. the same way that you did it. So, Period. And that's, and that's just period, how yeah. I look at it. Um, what advice would you give to other women that want to get into your industry? Because I know comedy is still pretty male dominated. Mm-hmm. So what would you say to like a young girl that's like, I know I'm funny and I want to make a living out of this?
1: Um, kick down the door. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite thing to say. Don't stop. Like, do whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I created my own comedy lane in Detroit. I, I wasn't even about to go run up after these men here. Yeah. I knew I was like, you know, the minority here. Mm-hmm. So, um, I didn't let that stop me. And it's just about being powerful and telling yourself that you can do this. Be creative. Yeah. Create your own shows. That's literally what I did. That's mm-hmm. what it takes, you know? So, um, Trust those, you know, get you a group of trusted people around you, Mm -hmm. confide in them, and, you know, just know that you can't do it alone. Right. Keep going. It's going to be a lot of roadblocks, like a lot, but be strong, Mm -hmm. you know, and just know that if this is what your heart desires, then you're going to do it.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I would say utilize social media.
1: Utilize. (laughs)
0: Because there are so many people that Mm -hmm. are, like, famous from Vine. Absolutely.
1: Six seconds. Six seconds has gotten them... Millions. Millions.
0: Millions of dollars. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, I felt, because I was just actually talking to a film producer last time. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so she was just saying, like, we always have this, like, well, when I get blank, mm-hmm. then I'll start mm-hmm. doing this. Or, like, I just need a real camera.
1: And then mm-hmm. I'll start, she's just like,
0: use what you have. Use what you got. um, And then the rest will come.
1: It will. So. I'm telling you, okay? Because I'm seeing her writing this movie, and it's like... I could sit up here and be like, "Oh, well, I didn't go to film school." Right. Blah, blah, blah. No. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. I'm just about to tap into my creative powers. Mm-hmm. Use my resources and the trusted ones around me, and we are gonna make magic. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm so excited. Thank you. Um. So, what does it mean for you to be a damsel in Detroit? It's my Ooh.
1: Question to ask. Yes. yes. What yes, does yes, it mean yes. to be a damsel in this, in Detroit? No. <laughs> <laughs> um. It means to be. Just this confident, powerful, don't take no for an answer, mm-hmm. go getter, overachiever, beautiful lover, fighter type woman. Yeah. <laughs> Is that was that like a great Love That was definition? A great answer. <laughs> so yeah, like Detroit women, we get it done. Mm-hmm. So all the damsels out there, don't be in distress. Okay, no. <laughs> don't be in distress. Please. You got this. If
0: you're in distress, you can't be a part of. You this You cannot club. be a part of this <laughs> club, okay? We are dominating, okay? <laughs> We're taking
1: over. I just honestly must say, the women of Detroit have taken over. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm excited to see what like the next few years are going to look like yeah. because the ladies here, like, just shout out to everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys are killing it. I you know. get, y'all keep me motivated.
0: Seriously, like, I just love, and I mean, it hits differently when it's somebody yeah. you know too. Exactly. But it's just like exactly
1: you work
0: so hard yeah. and you just keep going. Yeah. Like, that is really what I love to see. And, like, I'm also very happy that we are supporting one another, mm-hmm. too. Like, that really makes my heart warm. You, yeah. you
1: have to. You have to. It takes a village.
0: It definitely does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you're a hater, stop being a hater. Stop it. You know? It's ugly. Very. <laughs> it's ugly. <Yeah. laughs> and lastly, where can people connect with you on social and on the web?
1: Yes. So, uh, Connect with me on Instagram and the Twitters at (laughs) keep it on the D-E-L-O. That's keep it on the Mm D-L-O. And then official D-L-O Brown website will actually be launching before the new year. Uh So I'm very excited for people to see that roll out. And I want the people to know we have new merch coming soon. So if you weren't able to tap in and get uh, my last merch rollout, you will, um, you're definitely going to like this new one for Mm -hmm. 2020. So
0: yeah. Yes, I love exclusive news. Okay. okay. This is a, a real news show. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Look at you. Thanks, girl.
1: Yeah, you're doing great. Wow, thanks. Amazing. I love
0: the name. So catchy. Thank you, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? You know, I was like, so how catchy. can I? Well, luckily I already had my blog that was started. But there was somebody that's called The damn in Detroit okay. before. Okay. But... I didn't file my LLC with the, mm, gotcha. so there's no legal problems over this okay. way. Okay. <laughs> Listen, if you got a
1: business, get your LLC, get your yes, trademarks, seriously. do all of that. It's
0: very important. Very, because very. you do not want somebody, because people are sneaky in that people way. People are bad. <laughs> there are bad people in this world, so you don't want to get caught up. Well, any last words before we get out of here?
1: Um, Stay beautiful, everybody. Yes. Stay powerful, don't let anything rock you. Mm-hmm. Walk into twenty twenty with your head held high. Yes, your heart pure and your intentions good. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's Love it. it. Yes. Well, thanks, you guys, for listening. As always, I want you to remember that Detroit girls do it better.
1: Period. poo. Period.
0: Too. <laughs> and we will be back next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>